0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 692 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, we have Chris Resop, and he is with the Resop team. Chris, how are you doing? Good. How are you, sir? I'm doing terrific. Thanks for being a part of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and for that matter, being a good neighbor. So uh, let's start with the fun, good neighbor things that you're doing here in the community. Tell us about the Resop team, Chris.
1: So Resop team is a high-end luxury real estate team here in Naples. Um, We've had a very successful career selling residential single-family homes, condos, etc. You know, another part that's very, very important to us is giving back to our community. We support a lot of nonprofit organizations and, and good causes throughout the town. You know my wife and I are born and raised here in Naples, and Naples has been very, very uh, kind to us over the over the years. So we really enjoy giving back to the community when we're able to do so.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's terrific, and and all our listeners are so jealous that you grew up here. My goodness! <laughs> <laughs> so you've had an interesting journey into real estate. Let's uh, yes, let's delve into that. Tell us about your journey. So journey. I started out of high school
1: when I was drafted by the Florida Marlins, and I went on to play professional baseball for 14 years. Uh, Upon retiring in 2014, I was too young to stay home and do nothing, and real estate and architecture design had always been a passion of mine, uh, something I kind of followed and grew up around my whole life, and, and even during my career playing baseball, and it was something I knew... When baseball was gonna be over for me, it's something I knew I wanted to get into. So uh, circle back to 2014, I retired. And three weeks later, had my real estate license and never looked back.
0: Wow, Yeah, wow. good for you. And I know a lot of listeners have gone, oh wow, who did Chris play for and all that stuff. Do you mind sharing <laughs> uh, your journey sure. there? So I played, I was
1: well-traveled. Yeah. <laughs> I played for the Florida Marlins, the Anaheim Angels, the Atlanta Braves, the Pittsburgh Pirates, Oakland Athletics, Boston Red Sox, and in the middle of my 14-year journey, I played a year and a half overseas in Japan for wow. the Henshin Tigers. Wow. So I've been around the world and back. <laughs> Good
0: for you. All right, so your your favorite place, I'm going to take the pressure off, it can't be Florida because obviously that's going to be your first choice, But but of sure. all your destinations, if you had to live there full-time, which one would it be?
1: Full-time, probably Atlanta, if I was going to live somewhere full-time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just
0: something about the city that we really, really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. That is a neat place. Well, cool. So how about when it comes to real estate, maybe even the luxury real estate market, Mm -hmm. what comes to mind misconceptions that you can speak about?
1: You know, for me, the biggest question we're seeing right now is, are we in a housing bubble? Is this market going to crash? You know, I think that it's very difficult to predict. If we could all predict (laughs) the future and and time this thing out, um, we'd all be in a better place. It's like trying to time the stock market. You just can't do it. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we look at a couple of things. We look at some signs. You know, lending is still around, but lending is a lot more difficult than it was back in our... I'm going to call the market crash of 2007-2008 more of a housing crisis than a market crash. Hmm. Um, We were over lending and it, we were setting ourselves up for for a mess. Uh, nowadays, we're not seeing anything of the sorts, um, You know, just to get a traditional loan, not even a jumbo. I mean, you're sometimes going through two rounds of underwriting, a lot more hands and eyes are on each of these uh, loan cases, which we look at as a very positive. Um, it, it's keeping the banks from over lending.
0: Sure.
1: Our supply and demand, obviously the supply is incredibly low right now, and the demand's incredibly high. Um, you know, to reverse that and, and to increase inventory overall is going to take a very long time. That's not something that just turn. You know, you turn a light switch off, and all of a sudden, here's thousands of homes on the market. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Florida has become such a destination for people. It's it's been a destination for a long time for visitors, for vacationers, for second home buyers, and things. It's changing so much that. I think Florida and and really Southwest Florida has really come on the map so strong in the last year and a half or two that people are saying home has never been more important than it has been in the last two years or three years since the pandemic began. Uh, People are spending more time in their homes than they ever have. And then when they're outside of their homes, where can they go? What else can they do um, with quality of life? And I think that Naples has so much of that to offer. I mean, you've, you've got quality of life, you've got, uh, you know, your no income state tax. You have the idea of a international airport sitting right here in Fort Myers that people can travel to and from a lot of direct flights. I mean, even in season now there's a direct flight to LA out of Fort Myers, which is incredible. So I think you're starting to see a lot of people understand that they can live in Naples and they can work mobile, which we've all learned to do over the past year and a half or two. Um And they're still able to run these big companies and they can still be, you know, bigger executives through larger companies. But while the focus is my family's happy, quality of life is great, cost of living is lower. um, And I don't see that slowing down, um, at least in the
0: near future. Yeah. Plus, it seems like a lot of these purchases are cash deals, right? Yeah, they are. I mean there's there's still plenty of
1: finance deals out there, yeah. but it's not contingent upon financing. So they have the cash to do so, but a lot of people are borrowing just based on the interest rates being as yeah, well as they I are. Heard sure, that. Right. You know, however you want to look at it, even with a, you know, a little bit of an uptick in rates, money is almost free to borrow right now. I mean, we go back, you know, oh. twenty years ago and look at interest rates, it's like, you know, three and four percent is really nothing. Oh, it's amazing. Um, yeah. So it's, you know, people are taking advantage of that. And I, and that's what people keep saying. Like, what about interest rates or, you know, they announced that they're going to go up. That's fine. Interest rates go up. You'll just start people seeing people really pay the cash on it and stop borrowing. Um, You know, the interesting part is, is the real estate and the stock market typically don't work together. They kind of work opposite. Um, The two markets have worked together very strong for several years. Personally, I think the first market to reset is probably the stock market over the real estate market. And in that instance, we can go back historically and look and understand that every time the stock market dips, the housing market goes up. And that's when mm-hmm. people pull out of the you know virtual investing and start getting investing more in brick and mortar. So yeah. time will tell. We, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we've got a good future ahead. But again, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> we shall see.
0: Keep looking for that crystal ball, okay? And let me know when you find it. Uh, I'll let you know if I find it. So you mentioned the Florida lifestyle, the Naples lifestyle. Uh, so mm-hmm. fill us in. I mean, the, the lifelong resident, what are you doing for fun here in Naples, Chris?
1: You know, I'm very, uh, very family oriented, so we don't have a lot of downtime. I mean, obviously real estate is incredibly busy right now for us. Um, when we do have some downtime, we enjoy spending time with our kids, uh, whether at the horse stalls with the, with our daughter who rides or my son at the baseball field who, uh, who enjoys playing baseball. Um, we, you know, we occasionally we will get over to uh, one of the clubs that we belong to at La Playa, um, spend some time with the kids at the beach and some things like that. Um, but like I said, we don't get a lot of downtime. And when we do, it's yeah, like sit good back time. and relax for a few minutes, <laughs> catch our breath.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, great. How about when it comes to hardship life challenge, Chris, what comes to mind a period of time that you were challenged, you got through it? Looking back, you can say, I'm better for it. I'm stronger uh you know i think gosh
1: i mean i've I've had some challenges throughout baseball whether it was you know being up in the major leagues or getting sent down to triple a or some things like that or getting traded um, and adjusting to a new city a new Mm -hmm. team new everything um and you don't have a long time to do that it's pretty much you get a phone (laughs) call and within a few hours you're on a flight to the new city somewhere you know um i think one of the biggest challenges is probably when my contract had been sold to japan i mean that's a Complete culture shock. Um, so that's you know, the very way it different. You, you're, it, you're, yeah, you're... That's, the way that's how it happened. Oh. Um, I was young. We didn't have kids at the time, so I was twenty-five or yeah. twenty-six. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, again, you, I'm from a little small town in Naples, born and raised here. And the next thing I know, I'm on a jumbo jet to the other side of the world um, to a country where I don't, you know, I don't know the language. I don't, I can't read the yeah. you know, writing and things. So that was a challenge. Um, you quickly learn to adapt and improvise. Uh, and figure out what you need to know very quickly. Um, But again, all at the same time, while it was a challenge, it was also a blessing. And it was just, you know, it's something to look back on and and really appreciate the opportunity I had over there. So
0: do they – is there a translator on the team then, you know, for – On the team, there is. You have that – you have
1: access to that while you're at the field. But when you're not at the field and you're back at your apartment (laughs) or condo, no, you don't have access to that. And that was really, you know – now we have all these translator apps and things like yeah, that. That was yeah. this was back in 2008. So, really, kind
0: of before we had a lot yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so a little bit more challenging. Yeah. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about the Resop team? What would that be? Uh,
1: interesting. Um, you know, for us, we are just very down to earth people. Um, you know, I think a lot of people think, you know, you guys do really luxury real estate and, you know, we may not have, we may not be looking to buy. And I think people this associate luxury with multi-million dollar uh, um, properties and, you know, luxury to every person is different. You know, right. I think the definition of luxury is, is, there's a generic definition, but then each person has its own definition of it. Luxury to some people could be a $300,000 condo on a golf course. Yeah. And the luxury lifestyle of the beaches, the sunshine, the yeah. weather, the dining... So everybody has a different interpretation of luxury. Um, you know, we we really love the art of the sale. We love helping people, whether it be the first time home buyer, whether it be the family coming down to get a little vacation home or to, you know, the astute investor. Um, we do not, we don't turn away business. We help everybody. Um, we're truly, truly passionate about what we do.
0: Yeah, Good stuff. And that's a really good point about luxury. I'm, I'm glad you covered that. You're right. I mean, heck, for me, living in a tent down here would be luxury living, sure. especially in the wintertime, compared to where we came from in Pennsylvania. Absolutely. How about those who are listening, they want to get in touch, uh, what's the best way for them to do so? Um,
1: unfortunately for myself, my phone is on my hip at all times. <laughs> you know, we, we really do. You know, we're answering calls and emails 24 hours a day. Um, yeah. Cell phone or email is probably the easiest um, I typically respond very 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 quickly to either
0: okay what's the uh you feel free to to share or we can include it in the uh, description of the podcast uh, my cell now. phone is is two three
1: nine two three one six one six four and the best email is chris dot resop r e s o p at theagencyre.com
0: Terrific Well Chris thanks for being a part of the show again and wish you the absolute best there Thank you, I appreciate you guys having me on this morning Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast to nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show go to goodneighborpodcast.com that's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239-224-4105